That'll do it. The game may be over, but our coverage of Utah Jazz basketball is just beginning. That kid is on fire on catch and shoot threes right now. This is Utah Jazz Game Night Post Game Show. Bounces to Gobert, and he rocks the pass Presented by both Mark Miller Subaru locations. Go where love takes you in the completely redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback. Available now at Mark Miller Subaru, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. Now, it's time for a complete wrap of tonight's Utah Jazz game on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night post game show. The Jazz beat the Knicks tonight, one twelve one zero four. Jake Scott and Gordon Monson with you. Post game brought to you by our friends at Mark Miller Subaru, Utah's only negotiation free Subaru retailer. Let's get to your sharp stats of the game. Uh, brought to you by our friends at the Les Olson Company. Les Olson Company, your office technology partner. The Jazz tonight shot fifty point six percent from the field. Gordon forty one of eighty one. They were ten of thirty six from three. Twenty seven point eight percent tonight. They were led by Boyan Bogdanovich and Donovan Mitchell that had 23 points apiece. Bogdanovich, uh, efficient tonight, Gordo. 7 of 15, 3 of 8 from 3, had 4 boards and an assist. Uh, Donovan Mitchell tonight, 8 assists to go along with his 23 points. Uh, Mike Conley tonight, 17 points, 6 assists. Rudy Gobert, 18 and 14 to go along with his 2 block shots. Jordan Clarkson with 7 coming in off the bench. Joe Ingles had 8 points and 6 assists coming in off the bench as well. As far as the Knicks go, they were led by Julius Randle who had 32 points 11 rebounds uh, as well. And uh, Julius Randle is kind of a load, Gordon, and he took it at Rudy a couple of times. But really, the Knicks didn't get a whole lot going. R.J. Barrett only 14 points tonight on 5 of 12 shooting. It seemed like after Portis had that big first half, they kept most everybody in check. If Randle played like that every night, He'd be uh, highly sought after. Be an all-star, that's for sure. He's, uh, he was tough, and he's going up against the, the best defensive player around, and he still gets 32. I mean, he was going right in at Rudy. And sometimes I think uh, he had a little bit of a physical advantage that allowed to to bump Rudy away a little bit. But you've brought this up before. Maybe Rudy needs to get just a tad bit heavier down in the, in the bottom half there so that he can – Maybe withstand that kind of uh, that kind of pressure. Uh, Coach Chiesa has uh, has talked about this a couple of times. Gordon, he he does need to put on. Uh, actually, let's go back to New York. Quinn Snyder is addressing the media. Unselfish. Um, I thought we got a little a little stagnant at times. Um, but when we're getting stops and we can get out and run, you know, we have a chance to you know to move it. And we've got a lot of guys that can shoot. So I think. You know, everybody feels comfortable making the extra pass. It seems like the guys um, building some confidence and even more confidence playing better, and Mike Conley also finding his rhythm tonight as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think you know we didn't play well for a couple games, and you know, I don't know that our guys lost confidence as much as they lost some focus um, during that stretch. So it's good to have that back. You, you know, you're a lot more confident when you're playing well and um, and being precise and, and playing the right way. So. We've got a little more urgency right now, and you know we got some. Got to keep playing. We've got what plenty was, more. What was the key to um, pulling that lead back out once they cut it to three in the third? You know, we've. It's a game of runs. Um, it's going to happen. I think for us to, you know, we that's been an issue for us. Obviously, um, at various times, it's it's going to happen in some games when it's, you know, happens consistently. Um, I, th- I think we started to defend again. 
Uh, we were just we were giving up some some layups, and you know we have to make them work a little bit harder uh, to score on that end, and then we get a chance to you know play offense, you know, on the move after misses. Is there one thing that you is there one thing that you like more than any any other thing during the three games? Um, I, I I think it's the same thing. I you know I think I was pretty uh, clear that I felt when you know, we lost a couple coming out of break that it wasn't necessarily one thing, you know, that that we needed to be more solid and more sound. And um, when we do that, we're, you know, any team, is, but we're a much better team. And I think those things, um, if they can be more important to a team than others, um, I think for us, um, that ability to focus, to play mistake-free, to be urgent, um, and just to make things, make it hard um, because we give ourselves a chance, um, you know, on misses to attack. And we're a team that needs each other. Maybe the best play in my mind of the whole night, um, Mike Conley fought around in front of the post and we tried to throw the ball over the top and Tony Bradley fired over. So those are the kind of plays that, that we're going to need and, and do need. And some of those plays, um, they weren't missing because of you know competitiveness or it's just instinct and habits. And sometimes if a habit isn't completely there, um, you have to be more urgent. And, and that's what I saw tonight, particularly in that situation. And that's been you know a consistent theme and wanted to continue. But it seems like teams lately have been willingly letting Roy shoot the ball and not mm -hmm. coming out and closing out on him. What do you think when that tactic is employed or what's your reaction to that? Well, to be honest, it's been they, a lot of teams, when you when you choose between, you know, Mike, Donovan, Boyan, it's no disrespect to Royce, but Royce is shooting a really good percentage and, you know, we want him to keep, keep taking him. You know, he's taking big shots during important times of the game. He's come out making shots. You know, we'll, we believe in him. The first possession of the game, you know, we ran a play for him and he wouldn't, he didn't get the shot, but then it ended up coming back to him and he made it. So we, you know, he, he's, he's capable of being selective at various times. Um, he, you know, he'll drive the ball, he'll make the extra pass, but, you know, I, I think he can, we're confident that he, he can shoot the ball. In that third quarter, when you did take that 21 running run, time and time again on the offensive side, you guys made that extra pass. Can you mm -hmm. talk about the mindset and, and how important that was in, in, in that 21 running run? Yeah, I mean, we 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 want that to be who we are. We talk about unselfishness, and we talk about obvious unselfishness. Where, you know, hopefully when you watch, you know, our guys play, that you know that's what they do, and it's it's nothing out of the ordinary. Um, and it requires, it's, it's more than just being willing to move the ball. Uh, it takes work to space, to re-space. Sometimes you have to use fakes, and there's a lot of nuances to being able to move the ball. It's not something you just kind of decide to do and magically do. Um, so our guys are committed to it, and it's good to see. All right, that was Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder. A couple of interesting things there, Gordon. One thing he talked about, though, was stopping that run. When the Knicks got it within three, the Jazz were able to stop that run and pull back out to a comfortable lead, and he's totally right. That's not something we've seen at times this season where they're unable to stop those runs and leads turn into big deficits yeah. in a hurry. And he used a word, a variation of a word, a number of times in that interview, uh, urgency. His team has to feel that. Like every possession has got to be urgent, and we talked earlier about how well when you 
when you lose your lead or the lead gets whittled down to three or four, then you're going to feel that urgency. But the Jazz need to feel it all the time in order to peak their senses so they can play at their best. And that's what Quinn is talking about, the Jazz becoming who they are. That's it. Need to be consistently that way. Yeah. And yeah. figure out a way to bring it each each and every game. I mean, you're gonna get. There's gonna be runs and whatnot inside an NBA game. I get that, but uh, the Jazz did let that lead slip down to uh, single digits like that. And next thing you know, they went on a on a, a strong run and and finished uh, through that into the fourth quarter very strong in strong manner. The, the lead got a little tighter as the game went on, but by then it was over. All right, Gordon, let's take a look at the points in the paint tonight. Brought to you by Serta Pro Painters. Call 1-800-GO-SERTA or visit SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. We do painting, you do live. Jazz outscored in the paint tonight, Gordon, 62-54. to 54. Thanks to Julius Randle. Yeah, I was going to say, based on how Julius Randle was playing, that's not a surprise. Also, Alfred Payton, especially in the second half, was really able to uh, get into the paint, beat his guy, particularly when he was matched up against Mike Conley. And he got off to a super slow start, uh, but was really good, especially in the second half as he finished the game with 20 points, Gordon, nine assists and seven boards. Peyton turned in a fine performance. Yes, he did. And look, that's we talk about the progress of Mike Conley and him integrating into the offense, being a part of what the Jazz are trying to get done. But I tell you, on the defensive end, teams are going straight at him. Every time. <laughs> yeah. Every time. And Peyton did that. He punished him. Uh, on occasion in this game. Uh, to Mike's credit, he came back for 17, and so he's he's trying to do what he can, but he seems to be a little bit of a of a weak point at the defensive end. And he drew a charge when there was a push. I mean, it, there are some things that he's doing to kind of negate that, but the truth is he's he's not big. He's, mm-hmm. he's a smaller player. Um, he's in his 30s. Uh, I don't, I don't want to say he's lost a step because that, you know, is a <laughs> mega insult in NBA uh, in the NBA realm. But, you know, he had trouble staying in front of Peyton at times. And they're going to have to figure that out, Gordon. We've talked about that a lot on our regular show on, you know, whether you have to hide Conley or figure out a way to, to make up. But he's going to. He's going to be a difficult matchup most nights. There were a couple of occasions where his man just blew right by him. There were other times when he was able to get in front of it, like you talked about. He took that one charge. And he took another charge on the baseline. Did you see? He got plastered yeah, on that. He just got absolutely creamed. knocked over. That could have been an offensive foul. But his feet seem to be moving in, in some cases. But uh, you're right. He can't just snap his fingers and, and be 6'8". Uh, no, that would be nice, though. <laughs> All of a sudden, Mike Conley shows up 6'8", and everybody's going, oh, Mike, geez. Are you Magic Johnson? Did you, uh, did you uh, change your diet? Or uh, what's going on there? Yeah. All right, the Jazz win. And, of course, the day after every Jazz win, Homer away, Little Caesars is giving you free pizza. Order one custom round multi-topping pizza through the Little Caesars app, and you'll receive a free large extra most bestest pepperoni pizza using the promo code UTAHJAZZ, all one word, valid at all participating Utah Little Caesars locations, mobile orders only. Jazz winners uh, tonight, their third consecutive win. They beat the Knicks 112-104. Want to remind you to go where love takes you in the completely redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback. Available now, Mark Miller. Subaru, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. Coming up next, we'll have more sound from the locker room. And Gordon has our key stat of the game. No, do I. That's straight ahead right here on your Jazz Game Night post-game show on the Jazz Radio Network.
Jazz Game Night post-game show right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, Utah's only negotiation-free Subaru retailer. 112-104 to is your final. The Jazz beat the New York Knicks. It's their third consecutive victory gordon and uh let's get to uh let's get to the our new feature this is uh, our first game we're going to do it during the pregame and the post game where uh in the pregame we select our key stat of the game which is something that we're looking for going in and then in the post game our key stat of the game something from the game and it's brought to you by planet fitness join the planet fitness nearest you for just one dollar down and ten dollars a month coming soon to west jordan visit planetfitness.com gordon what is our key stat of the game to Night. The key stat is the number I wore on my jersey back in my city league days, the number 11. What, Why, you ask? Because that's Delaney Rudd's number? <laughs> exactly. No, that's how many turnovers the Jazz had. And that's important in a game like this because you do not. The last thing you want to do is beat yourself. You're better than the Knicks. Don't beat yourself because you're probably more capable of beating yourself than the Knicks are. That's four less than their season average. The Knicks had 13. They didn't have they had less than their season average as well. I think they were averaging 14 or something. But anyway, the Jazz took care of the ball and, and they were moving the ball. And so when you move the ball and don't aren't sloppy with it, then chances are you're going to win the game. That number 11, that's uh, good on the Jazz tonight. You know, one part of that, and and just to kind of highlight what we talked about uh, in the pregame show today, part of that was not forcing it to Rudy. They really had a nice night getting Rudy the ball. Rudy was extremely efficient, 7 of 8 shooting for 18 points. But, you know, it seemed like, you know, Mike Conley, we've really focused on the connection of Mike and Rudy, or lack thereof. And it felt like those two in particular had it going tonight. Yeah, and uh, we talked about this in the pregame, Jake. How would the Jazz be able to get the ball to Rudy comfortably so that he would be able to be effective offensively? Or would the Knicks try and pull some sort of defensive shenanigans trying to make him uncomfortable by building a wall between the basket and Rudy, and they really weren't able to do that. No. I thought Rudy was very good tonight, his second game in a row where he was very good. And, you know, again, and and we'll have to keep monitoring this, but it feels like when Rudy's getting those touches and feels like he's getting, you know, attention on the offensive end, his defense, you know, he has more energy. We There was one particular closeout in the second half, Gordon, where we're yeah. sitting watching him close out on Bobby Portis, which was an issue in the first half, and Rudy closed right out we on did. him. Right out on him. Mm-hmm. I mean, great hustle, great position, great defense, and it's just when Rudy's energized, it makes a huge difference. There's a fine line, getting back to the number 11, there's a fine line, Jake, between the urgency that Quinn was calling for and thought he saw tonight and pressing. And uh, the Jazz were able to, to find a comfort area in being urgent but not being careless. And sometimes the Jazz get into the habit of being a little too casual with their passes, and that wasn't a problem tonight. All right, let's throw things back to Madison Square Garden where the media is talking with Donovan Mitchell. Ball around for the open shot as well. What do you like about your team's offensive rhythm that so far of late? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is just continuing to to play aggressive. Um, I don't want to, like I, I said in Cleveland, I don't want to get too yeah. high. You know, no disrespect to teams we play, but these are games where we should come out on top. We have a test coming up against Boston. You know, we got to keep the same energy. We got to go out there, continue to play the same way, even against tougher teams. You know, especially with a team like Boston, we just lost to. Um, but today, take takeaways from today. You know, we did a good job. We kind of, you know, I'm, I've been overly critical these past few games just because I wanted to see us, you know, 
do more and more. You know, I'm happy with how we played, but we got to be able to bring the same intensity against uh, Boston. Do you think, or do you feel that there's different confidence level this time going against Boston? Uh, for sure. I think, you know, at the end of the day, we had a slip-ups in maybe about three or four straight possessions and those led to, you know, threes and other buckets. So for, if we can, can if we can, you know, understand that we can't make those mistakes, you can make those mistakes against certain teams, you can't make them against like, teams like Boston. So we're going to come in and we're, we're ready to go. Is it harder to kind of take away kind of big things away from games like this where you feel like you should come in and get it done? Yeah, I think, you know, understanding that we, we came in here to do what we were supposed to do. Uh, but now it's like, you know, we got to shift that and have the same mindset against, you know, Boston. They're going to be more aggressive. You know, certain mistakes we had tonight aren't going to be able, not, aren't going to be misses tonight, aren't going to be turnovers for them tonight. So I are against Boston, excuse me. So we got to be ready to uh, keep the same energy and keep the same focus. How much fun is it for you to come back to the garden and play? Uh, man, this is, this is always, you know, a blessing. You know, as a kid, always coming in here, uh, watching games. So for me to be on the court, you know, is um, just pretty, pretty special. It's always fun to be out here and uh, playing for the home, hometown. And how about having your family here also? How yeah. Um, every time I, I try to limit as much time with my family as much as possible, because then I start to get overly, um, how do I say, overly excited. You know, and they start to do too much. So I kind of just have dinner and then go sit in my room and kind of just let relax a little bit. Because my first year, we played Brooklyn and we played the Knicks. You know, in like four days, so we stayed here and I barely remember playing both games. I was just doing so much, so this time around I'm just kind of just relaxed and just, just going out there and just having fun. You know, at the end of the day, I'm playing in front of my family. You know, understanding that we we need this game, obviously, but like just going out there, just playing like a little kid. Former, you can't say Knicks fan. I don't know exactly what happened, but I just reacted to what I saw, you know, and from what I saw, I, that's why I reacted the way I did. But, you know, for me, you know, understanding that I think with, with Leon coming in, who I know personally, Leon Rose, I think, you know, things are going to trend upward. You know, I don't, I don't, um, I, I love Leon the death. He's a great dude, a great person, you know, and a really good businessman. So for him, I think things are going to start going in the right direction when, when he gets in there. Teams have been kind of willingly letting Royce shoot the ball and defending him lately. What do you think about that? Pick your pick your poison. You know, Royce shot it well against Cleveland. Shot it well tonight. He's a he's a really good shooter. He doesn't hesitate. He goes out there and knocks it down and makes our lives easier. You know, if you want to go out there and kind of shift off him, you're gonna make the right play. He's gonna knock down the shots confidently. So um, it works into our advantage. Sorry, back to the Spike Lee stuff. <laughs> Do you feel like that kind of incident, you know, reflects poorly on you know the team's uh, perception? I mean. It's it's tough, you know. Obviously, it's no secret, you know, that the things that have been happening around. So I think just as a as a team, you know, for, full of guys like that, you know, younger guys and guys just trying to figure it out. I think sometimes it can be a distraction. But that's that's the big media that's that's just what it is you know so i think i think they do a good job the guys on the team do a good job of putting it to bed and go out there and competing because they competed tonight you know they got a big win against houston and they won by what eight tonight so i think they're doing a good job of that and just finding ways to continue playing you know because new york is new york you know la is la it's always going to be like that it's always going to be things so if the biggest thing is a team for them is just to find a way to just keep playing through it what's it like seeing kids with their jerseys in this city and this yeah you saw one yesterday yeah i saw one yesterday i parked it at i growing up, um, believe it or not. So I think it's just pretty cool being able to go around and see that. You know, it's kind of shows you that life comes full circle. Um, I played AU right in that park, you know, for me to see that. And you know what I'm talking about, that 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 incident I think is, is pretty special. And um, like I said, coming here and seeing that, it's just uh, it's a, just a dream come true. 
All right, that was Donovan Mitchell uh, had 23 points tonight on 9 of 21 shooting, and we won't dwell on the Spike, uh, Spike Lee thing tonight and want to talk about what Donovan had to say on the floor. But I will say this. There is video out there of a fan actually being ejected from the game tonight for yelling at Dolan, sell the team. So, I mean, it's it's pretty interesting. Well, that's happened before. It has. But it's just, what a, I mean, what a disaster. What a disaster that franchise is. You know, I get the, I I, I get the uh, the crackdown um, on fan behavior. I understand that. I, I think the Jazz have actually been uh, pioneers in a way with the video that they show at every game. And I think we all we've had this conversation before, Gordon. I think we all know where the lines drawn. But criticism of the owner, you know, I don't I don't know if that's grounds to remove a fan from the from the arena, especially that owner. You know, well, they're not criticizing him for fun. <laughs> In fact, how many times have, have we, and we've heard other people talk about this as well, it's amazing that Knicks fans have been as tolerant as they are. That team hasn't been relevant in two decades. And I'm sure those seats aren't cheap. Uh, no, not at all. I'm guessing. Nope. Uh, Donovan, uh, you know, he always seems to say the right thing, but I, I liked his focus uh, in most of his comments right there, Gordon, where he said, okay, yeah, we were all right tonight. We got the win. You know, that's a good thing. But Boston, we're going to have to be much better. And he seemed really focused on the Celtics game. And I agree with him. I, I thought the Jazz did a lot of good things tonight, but Boston's really, really good. Yeah. They're going to have to be on top of their game. They're going to have to play even better if they're going to beat them uh, in Boston on Friday night. Well, you heard Quinn use the word urgency like we talked about. Well, uh, Donovan was striking the same note with aggressiveness and intensity and energy and focus. Those words are, are sort of uh, add up to the same thing. The one thing I disagreed with was Donovan was when he was asked about Royce O'Deal and Dick's allowing him to shoot. <laughs> and he said, pick your poison. Because he's going to hurt you. Well, that's not the way it was tonight. And he, he said Royce shot well tonight. Royce really didn't. I get his point. And actually, you know, Royce is good enough. He's going to hit more, you know, more of those shots well, than he did tonight. His percentage is high. Yeah. Well, he was one of seven tonight from three, which is not rough. tonight. Yeah. One of eight from the floor. He only had three points, three assists, and four rebounds. But Just quoting the late great Herb Brooks. Yeah, well, and that movie. Or when you're, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Uh, who said, did Herb really say that? I don't know. I not tonight. I, I have no idea. No, it wasn't not tonight. It was not tonight for uh, for Royce, but other guys picked him up, and this guy shot over 50%, and if you're doing that, you're doing the right things on offense. Gordon, let's look at something you've been uh, talking about tonight during the postgame, the assist feature, proudly sponsored by Larry H. Miller Dealerships throughout the Utah Jazz season. Larry H. Miller Dealerships donating $50 for each assist to Larry H. Miller Charities. We are driven by you. Tonight, the Jazz had 26 assists on 41 made field goals. Gordon, they were led by Donovan Mitchell, who had eight assists tonight. Mike Conley had six assists. Joe Ingles had six assists coming in off the bench. Royce didn't shoot the ball well, but he did have three assists to go along with his four rebounds. Jazz moved the ball very, very well. And Donovan Mitchell getting eight assists, that's a great number for him. Yeah, and what does that lead to? When the Jazz are are moving the ball like that, it puts them in positions to uh, be able to have an advantage at the offensive end and and then they got fouled too. I think they went to the free throw line, what, about 10 times more than the Knicks, if I'm not mistaken? Uh, the Jazz went to the free throw line 25 times tonight, 20 of 25 from the line. The Knicks were 15 of 18. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, well, hey, pretty close. Advantage, Jazz. 
All right. Uh, we want to remind you to go where love takes you in the all-new redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback. Available now. Mark Miller Subaru, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Find out more at markmillersubaru.com. Coming up next, we'll have more sound from the locker room for you. And we'll continue to break this one down as the Jazz beat the Knicks. 112-104 here on the Jazz Radio Network. Game night post game show. Jake Scott, Gordon Monson, brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, Utah's only negotiation free Subaru retailer. One twelve to one hundred four is your final. The Jazz beat the New York Knicks in New York tonight. Uh, Gordon, let's uh, check out the master of the glass tonight. Uh, brought to you by Safe Light Auto Glass, local vehicle glass expert, the preferred auto glass partner of the Utah Jazz. Safe Light Auto Glass is also proud to present this year's Master of the Glass Rebound Program. At the end of the regular season, Safe Light will donate five dollars for each rebound secured by this year's team rebound leader with all proceeds going to benefit the neighborhood house as usual Rudy Gobert is your master of the glass tonight with 14 rebounds four of those coming on the offensive end Gordon uh, the Jazz out rebounded actually tonight 42 to 37 by the Knicks but the Knicks actually a really good rebounding team I did not think the Jazz had a bad rebounding night yeah, tonight. Uh, the Knicks are six in the league in rebounding so, but they just shot the ball well enough to be able to overcome that, and that's really what won the game for them. And even overcome the threes. And in fact, let's uh, let's knock out another feature, Gordon. Let's look at the three point takeover sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union, helping members achieve their financial dreams for more than eighty years. The Jazz tonight from three, they were ten to 36, 27.8 percent. Not good. Not good. But as you say, you shoot 51% basically from the field, and they were knocking down a lot of open twos. In fact, uh, Donovan Mitchell hit a bunch of mid-range stuff tonight that yeah. uh, that was very pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the efficiency is something that will always be important for the Jazz, and uh, and they were efficient tonight uh, in every way except for three-point shooting. Well, how about Tony Bradley coming in off the bench, Gordo? Eight points, four of four from the field. He had five rebounds, two block shots. And we were chatting about him a little bit as we are watching the game. And maybe it isn't the prettiest thing in the world, but I'll tell you what. The effort factor is through the roof, Gordon. He's a good rebounder, and he's good on the pick and roll. And if he can stay in front of his guy from time to time, that's really all they need out of him. Yeah, and he, he needs to work on that. But he did have a couple of nice defensive plays tonight. He did? And like you said, he was good around the basket. So, yeah, uh, he's got to keep your eye on. When I when I first saw him play this year, I was not impressed. But I'm seeing progress, and anybody with eyes to see is seeing the same. Well, thing. the fact that the Jazz did not make another deal after that Clarkson deal is actually a real compliment to Tony Bradley because that was probably the other move to be made. Add another big to to spell Rudy, especially after Ed Davis didn't work out yeah. how they thought he was going to work out. But I think the fact that they didn't make a move actually shows a lot of confidence in Tony that, you know, maybe he's not going to make any All-Star games anytime soon, but he's not going to sink the ship when Rudy comes out to take a breather. Yeah, there were times when he his lateral quickness, we call that into question, but I think he's working hard. Uh, usually when a guy progresses, it doesn't just happen. It's happening for a reason, and I think he's been spending a lot of time trying to improve his skills and uh, to get stronger and more confident. And he does look confident, especially at the offensive end, Jake. Well, he even hit a three the other night, Gordo. Yeah. 
All right, let's throw things back to Madison Square Garden where uh, Rudy Gobert is addressing the media. Approaching these games now. I love it. I think that's the way we we should play every night. That's jazz basketball and that's our identity, you know, and we're able to do it against uh, against teams that maybe are not contending teams, you know, we have to do it every night and we have to keep doing it even when things get tough. I think if we keep trusting one another and, and, and keep communicating on, on the defensive end and, and moving the ball offensively, we're a very good team. What are the differences you're seeing like when the Knicks went on that run in the third quarter, got the momentum, but you guys were able to respond and limit their productivity. What, what are you seeing that's the difference in these stretches, the shortening of those stretches? I think we just tightened up. We felt like we were a little too loose defensively. Uh, they were attacking us and we didn't have no reaction, so we really uh, I think we took a timeout and we really came out and we were on a different team and you know when we cut those runs short runs going to happen but when we cut them short and we were able to react quick um, it's great it seems like you guys are just playing with all time confidence right now what do you think about that as also you go against Boston coming up in a couple days we, we got to come out every night with the same confidence you know we confidence that we can be the best defensive team in the league and the confidence that when we move the ball we very very hard to guard and when we do those two things I think we can beat anyone. Do you think that maybe you guys have been fortunate to have a handful of games against non-contending teams after you guys had that losing stretch to maybe return to basics and focus? I mean, we also lost some games against some of these teams, so I'm not ready. It's the schedule. We don't play contending team every night, and contending team lose here too. You know, so it's uh, every night is a different opportunity, and you know, uh, and these guys are talented. They, they don't have a great record, but you know, they, they try to go at us. Any team trying to go at us every night, so every night is a different challenge, and it's on us to bring it every night and keep getting better every night. You guys are really exploiting the pick and roll today as well on offense, and just Mike seems to be finding his rhythm. What are you seeing there that's the difference with him lately? He's aggressive. He's aggressive, but I think he really starts the game looking out for his teammates, and as a point guard, I think it gets us all going. And and then when the second unit comes in, you can see that he's attacking the rim, he's shooting his shots, and that's what we need. You know, I think he's really controlling the tempo for, for us, and you know, he's finding his, his groove again because I think the injury probably took out his rhythm a little bit. But tonight, we, we saw the real Mike. What do you think when you see teams not showing respect to Royce on the perimeter and deciding to leave him open? I mean, it's 40, 40 how many percent? What's your percentage? 42? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we like that. <laughs> to shoot that shot, that's cash. <laughs> All right, there you go. That was Rudy Gobert, who was uh, good once again tonight. 18 points, 14 rebounds. A couple of block shots here, and very complimentary about Mike Conley tonight with 17 points and uh, with uh, with six assists. But I, I like what Rudy said at the very beginning where he's talking about getting back to playing jazz basketball, Gordo. Uh, I like the fact that Rudy is learning a uh, new uh, expression. <laughs> That's cash. Yeah, he's he's learning. <laughs> I don't. Does that translate from French? I I I don't know. But uh, he's come a long way with the language, don't you think? Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. His English his English is is terrific. And I I actually thought his English wasn't terrible when he first got to town. But oh yeah, Rudy Rudy's a great communicator, no doubt. He said, "quote We have to do uh, do it every night. Do it when things get tough." And by do it, he was talking about all those little things that the Jazz do when they play their best. And, uh, I, you know, 
every night, he said, is a different opportunity, a different challenge. And if the Jazz have the right mindset, uh, they'll put themselves in a position, regardless of who they're playing. I mean, you can't control who you're playing. I mean, some teams are better than others. On any given night, you could lose these games. And the Jazz did exactly what they needed to tonight. I think this is a a net plus for the Jazz, bouncing them forward into more difficult games coming up. Yeah, and uh, Friday night's game will be a test. Boston's good. And it'll put kind of the Jazz getting back some of the confidence they lost during that home losing streak and really put it to test uh, against a really good Boston Celtics team that they do not match up well against. They don't match up uh, well, but this is one of those games where it will reveal the Jazz's attitude. I would be shocked if they came out and were not energetic, were not intense, were not urgent in their play in that game because they just got beat on their home floor by this team. And uh, I think they, they want a little piece of the Celtics going back. I want to remind you, Go Where Love takes you in the completely redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback, available now. Mark Miller Subaru, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. Your final tonight, Jazz beat the Knicks 112-104. to We'll wrap things up coming up next on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz Game Night Post Game Show brought to you by Mark Miller, Subaru, Utah's only negotiation-free Subaru retailer. The Jazz beat the Knicks tonight 112-104. They've won their third consecutive game. We want to remind you about our friends at Credit Karma. Get your truly free credit score and free credit monitoring from Credit Karma. Download the Credit Karma app today. Credit Karma, here's to progress. Gordon, watching uh, this is Jazz third consecutive win. They've now beat the Wizards, Cavs, and the uh, Knicks. Not exactly the who's who of the NBA, but but given the way that the Jazz were playing in their four-game losing streak, you know, wins certainly are wins uh, in the NBA. But kind of give me your confidence level in how the Jazz are playing going into this Boston game. Do you think they've fixed some things that need to be fixed or needed to be fixed, or is this a little fool's gold with the schedule? No, no, I think they have uh, made some progress here. And so much of it is dependent on the Jazz's ability to be efficient shooting the ball. And I know that's... (laughs) somewhat simplistic. I mean, you make it, you win, you miss it, you lose. But the Jazz are good shooters. And so when they don't shoot well, they they have to play extraordinary defense to keep up. And uh, in, in their lower moments, they have not been able to do that. And so it's important for them to be efficient at the offensive end. And four out of the five starters were very efficient tonight. They're 29 of 53, I think. There's somebody once said, never do math. Don't do math on, on the air, Gordon. Radio, but... Uh, uh, that's pretty good. I mean, obviously, Royce O'Neal had a tough time, one of eight. But the others, 29 of 53, that's pretty darn good. Yeah, you'll take it, certainly. Yeah. So that is uh, something that the Jazz will be able to do better. Now, they're going to have some off nights. We'll see if they can continue this sort of confidence at the offensive end moving into Boston. It'll be Im- imperative for them to shoot the ball well against the Celtics. Well, let's uh, let's turn the page to Boston a little bit, Gordon, and then we'll get your final thoughts on this one before we 
uh, we officially put it behind us. But Boston is uh, is a team that we we certainly saw the other night. They're a team that can go five out on the Utah Jazz. They have a, a, a wing, an athletic wing, and Jason Tatum that is just remarkable and can really get a shot at any time. And we've seen this Jazz team struggle guarding athletic wings really throughout the season, but certainly recently. And then a guard like uh, a big guard like Marcus Smart. I know Kemba Walker gets a lot of the attention with Boston, but Marcus Smart caused the Jazz all sorts of problems here in Salt Lake. And we were talking about Mike Conley and his defense, Gordon. That's the that's the type of point guard that Mike Conley is going to really struggle with, a big physical guy like that. And then, of course, Jalen Brown and Gordon Hayward. I mean, they just got a, a bunch of multidimensional, long players that can guard a lot of different positions and that can really score. I mean, there's a reason Boston is, is really good. Yeah, third in the West, in the East, I'm sorry, 42 and 19. But they're only six and four in their last 10. So it's not like it's a red-hot team. I mean, the Jazz uh, have an opportunity to go in there. Celtics are tough on their home floor, 23-7. and seven, But I've seen other Jazz teams go in and beat the Celtics. In fact, was it last year or the year before where the Jazz lost at home to the Celtics and turned right around and beat the Celtics in Boston? So, yeah. I mean, maybe they'll be able to do that if they – they bottle this confidence and their accuracy and efficiency at the offensive end. I really think that's the key. Defense, I mean, they can't let guys just blow right by them and all that stuff. But but this team is not last year's second-rated defensive team in the league. They're not as good defensively. They're better offensively, so they have to take advantage of the advancements they've made on attack and then get by with the defense. So we'll see if they're able to do that. But Jason Tatum has just been – well, he's the player of the month, right? Yeah, he's a stud. I, I mean, he is he is really, really good. Kind of – I know he's not quite as big as Kevin Durant, but his, his game has that feel to me. I mean, again, not comparing them. Kevin Durant, one of the best to ever do it. But they've got those shots where they can just seemingly get him off anywhere on the floor, and you have confidence that each and every one's going in. Uh, good team player, but can get it done on his own if he needs to. I mean – He's just he's really he's really special. There's a reason that Boston uh, was unwilling to part with him in an Anthony Davis deal because he's the guy that they're building around. Right. And uh, this is the key I think to that game. Jazz got to come out strong early because if they get behind, I'm not saying if they get behind they can't uh, fight back. I'm just uh, thinking that they might be able to fight back to the point where they can sort of make it not embarrassing, but if they fall behind by a lot early, that'll make it so yeah. much more difficult for them. Play tough right from the get-go and see if you can hang in there with them and steal one on the road. Man, that would be a big win for the Jazz. I think that that might be one of the most important wins, if it is a win, if they could pull it that, off, they yeah. could, that they could possibly hope for at this juncture. All right, Gordon, uh, give us a few final thoughts uh, rattling around your brain on this Jazz-Knicks game, what you saw out there tonight. Well, the Jazz are playing some teams that really aren't that good, but it's a a useful thing for them to play these teams so that they can work through their their troubles. And you've heard it from the players in the postgame and from Quinn Snyder. This is something that they want to do. They have to concentrate on. Quinn almost apologizes for saying it so often, but he talks about improvement, and that's what they have to have. And after they lost all those games in a row, and they needed improvement in the worst way. And as you improve as a team, you gain the confidence that's necessary to win. And that's sort of what's happening. We'll see if it's sustainable. 
All right, we want to say a big thanks to Lock and Boone, doing a terrific job calling the action as usual. Thanks to our broadcast assistants. Thanks to Adrian Leiser, executive producer of Jazz Game Night. Thanks to the title sponsor of the postgame show, Mark Miller Subaru. Go where love takes you in the completely redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback. Available now at Mark Miller Subaru, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. And, of course, thank you, Gordon. Thanks for hanging around and uh, running this ship with me tonight. I appreciate it. Two words. My pleasure. All right, buddy. Hey, I'm going to see you tomorrow. A little big show tomorrow. Yeah, back at it. Yeah, we'll be uh, in studio, of course, our normal time from 3 to 7. So make sure and uh, stay tuned and catch us tomorrow. Uh, Your next jazz broadcast coming your way Friday night. The Jazz are in Boston to take on the Celtics. Game will tip off at 6 o'clock. Pre-game coverage will begin at 5. And, of course, you'll hear it all right here on the Jazz Radio Network.